hands for Jesus. Something great is coming your way this morning by the grace of God. Keep clapping your hands. Are there shepherds here this morning? Are there shepherds here this morning? Are there pastors here this morning? Then clap your hands for Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for this privilege to experience this day. Thank you that we are beginning a new month in a very powerful way. Thank you for choosing us. Thank you for selecting us. Thank you for calling us. Let this time be special. Let this time be a time of impartation. Instruct us. Guide us. Let your word flow freely in our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may please be seated. And we thank God for the third day of Art of Shepherding Conference. And I'm sure you know that the third day in Christianity is a special day. Is the resurrection day. Whatever is dead comes alive. That is why today, from this moment forward, expect a power to bring every dead area of your ministry to life. As I teach this morning, you are not just hearing words. You are receiving an impartation of grace and power. You are receiving an impartation of guidance. Great guidance. So open your hearts. Because I'm sure you know the icing on the cake tonight. Just get ready. For us to receive the ministry of my father and pastor, Bishop Doug Ewart Mills, tonight. I can't wait for what he has for me. And I know that there is a prophetic word from him to somebody's life. Yes. It may even go beyond your ministry. Yes. There is a word for everyone here. Through God's great prophet he has given us. Today, I'm continuing to talk about the beautiful job. Because it's a privilege to be chosen. That's what Moses told those three rebels in Numbers 16, verse 9. So is it a small thing? Is it a small thing? You are in the church. And God chose you. He made you stand up. 
My brother in the checkered shirt. Yes. Yes. Stand up. He's in the congregation. Now, come. 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 Come and stand here. Now, you can even hear how they are clapping. Yes. Because it is not a small thing. The journey from where you are to this place <laughs> can take you 30 years. Yes. That journey from there to this place can take you 30 years. And God calls you and says that come and stand near me and minister to the congregation. It doesn't mean anything to you. You want to be an MPP coordinator in your area. Are you a fool? God calls you, come, stand beside me and minister to them. That's what Moses is questioning. Is it a small thing? But there are some people that find this thing, oh, what is it? God was a shepherd, a pastor, just using us to build a church. Using you? Using you? We are using you to build a church? God never uses anybody. He has never used anybody. He only gives people an opportunity to experience a blessing. God does not use anybody. He only gives people the opportunity to experience honor. 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 Oh, how do you pronounce it? Honor. Using you? Do you think God is using me? What? I am using God. He has only given me an opportunity to be honored. An opportunity to have peace in my house. He has only given me an opportunity to have wisdom for my life. But some people find it a small thing. That's why the ministry is called the beautiful job. And like any other job, you need to know how to do it. You need to know how to practice as a doctor. I spoke about medical malpractice. That if you go to Unsawam, there are inmates there who are there only because they practiced medicine. They are not thieves. They have not murdered anybody. But in the in the line of duty, they did not do what they were supposed to do. There are accountants. I told you that there are fellowships in Insawan prison. Accountants fellowships. 
politicians, lawyers, doctors. So it's not enough to practice your profession. It's also important to know how to practice it. How? That's why we are learning in this conference how to do this beautiful job. Otherwise, this beautiful job can be a nightmare. Otherwise, this beautiful job can be a misery. That's why my, my five-star scripture in this conference is Ecclesiastes 10.17. It said, the labor of the fool wearieth everyone. The labor of the fool wearieth everyone. For he knoweth not how to go to the city. But you will get there. I said you will get there. You will get to the city. You will arrive practically at the city. Receive your guidance. And your GPS location. Receive it now. You will not miss your way. You will not miss your way. You will get to the city. Therefore, he knoweth not how to go to the city. And I've told you already, the city is not Accra. The city is not Amsterdam. The city is where God intends your ministry to get to. That place of beauty and excellence. And you will get there. I I said you will get there. So, So the pattern for this beautiful job has four pillars. Isaiah 40, verse 11. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the young in his arms and carry them in his bosom. And lead them that are with young. These are the four major cornerstones of the ministry. If you drop one, it will cease to be a beautiful job. It will be a nightmare. It will be wearisome. The four pillars of this beautiful job are feeding, gathering, carrying, and leading. Now, yesterday we dealt with feeding. Today, this morning, I want to wrap up. I want to finish, start and finish gathering. The gathering, the gathering anointing of a shepherd. A shepherd, a pastor. Now, please tighten your seatbelt. A, a pastor cannot call himself a pastor if he is not an expert at gathering. Now, why? Why is gathering very necessary for a shepherd? Why? 
Please send your Bibles to the opener. Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53. Verse 6. And before we read it, I want to help you to understand. You know, to to gather, to gather, the dictionary meaning of gather is to bring together in one group. Okay. Listen, you need this for us to move on. Yeah. To, to, to bring together a shepherd needs to learn the ability To bring together, together in one group. Another definition, another meaning of the word gather is to bring together or assemble from various places, sources. All people to bring together or to assemble. Now, if 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 you can underline from various various places, various places. Now, this is the foundation. So, when you are gathering, when, when a pastor, a shepherd, sets out to gather, he is bringing together his sheep. Now, please catch this with your soul. You need that ability, my dear pastor. You need to know how to gather people from various places and to assemble them at one place. He said, he shall feed his flock like a shepherd and he shall gather. Gathering is very important. Now, Isaiah 53 sets the tone. Why is gathering important? Why should the shepherd learn how to gather? Isaiah 53 verse 6. It says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. Let's go to Jeremiah. Very important. I'm about to make a profound statement. And I want to stand on something to make that statement. Jeremiah 50, verse 6. It says, My people 
hath been lost sheep. My people hath been lost sheep. And their shepherds have caused them to go astray. They have turned them away on the mountains. They have gone from mountain to hill. They have forgotten their resting place. Now, now, why should a shepherd learn to gather? The answer is in Isaiah 53 verse 6. All we like sheep. Can we all repeat like sheep? Like sheep. All we like sheep have gone astray. Now, ladies and gentlemen, one of the characteristics of sheep is to go astray. It is one of the anointings sheep have to get lost. That's why I say, all we like sheep. Isaiah was saying that we have gone astray. We've all gone our own ways. But he was looking for the iconic and quintessential strayer. Yeah, something to use to describe. It's like, now, now, he wasn't talking about sheep as in animals. Isaiah was talking about the diaspora, the dispersed, the Israelites. And he said, all of us Israel, we've gone astray. But he was looking for something that was iconic. Something that is, 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 is the best example of things going astray. And he did not use lions. He did not use antelopes. He did not use ants. The best example was sheep. So if, if, you, are, if you are a shepherd and you have sheep, when you see your sheep, See them as potential strays. In fact, you must assume that your sheep are lost. Every shepherd must make the assumption. See, you must assume your 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 automatic assumption is that your sheep have scattered. When you come to church and you see 100 people seated, 1,000 people seated, 500 members in church, still tell yourself that my sheep have scattered. It's the easiest thing church members know how to do. They are better at scattering than coming to church. If you, if you, if you leave them by their very nature as sheep, their nature as sheep is not to come to church. 
That's why anybody here who last Sunday preached to 20 members, 86, 120, 150, I'm telling you that the people who should have been in the building, if you had 150, you, you should have preached to nothing less than 600. The number that came to church represents those who were left to come to church. That's the, the, the abnormal sheep. The sheep who come to church are the abnormal sheep. You didn't hear me? I said that <laughs> your, your members who come to church on Sunday are not normal sheep. Rather, the normal sheep are those who don't come. It's natural. When, when, when your members come to church, they are doing something abnormal. Or you, the pastor, have done something supernatural to them. Every pastor here, your, that's how your mind must work. Look, after this point, eh, you can give your offering and go home. It's true. This is the conference. Every, every pastor, in the morning, in the night, when you are swimming, when you are at the beach, when you are playing golf, when you are in your office, if you are a shepherd of sheep, your, 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 your mind should be that your sheep are lost. The, the, the members who come to church are not normal. That's why they are few. The normal sheep don't come to church. All we like what? Antelopes. Like what? Sheep. By the way, the plural of sheep is sheep. Not sheeps. All we like sheep have got. Pastors, if you want to work well as a shepherd and you don't have this mind, you will have nothing. Any pastor whose mind is different from the mind that your members have scattered. Your members are lost. You must go any day when you are eating, when you are sleeping. What must be constantly occurring to you is, where are my members? My members have scattered. That's why. You wear your suit and go to church. And you preach to 28 members. That is if, if you even count them. You preach to 62 members. Your members are lost. This Sunday, the people you see in church, they represent the smallest fraction of your flock. 
even if they are 2,000. If 2,000 people come to your church service, it means that your attendance should have been 10,000. Whatever you see, your mind should be like, let's say this is my church this morning. And this, this is a huge crowd. Look at it back. Beautiful crowd. If I come and stand here as the pastor of this church, and when I'm introduced, shall we receive Reverend Dr. Francis Upon? Clap your hands for me. clapping then when I come and stand behind the pulpit I said wow my members have come it means you are clapping for a fool a fool is about to preach to you when you clap for me reverend doctor upon clap for me again Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And the place is full. Keep clapping. Praise the Lord. The first mind I am supposed to have as a good shepherd is that my members did not come to church. Where are they? Please sit down. Let's get serious. From this conference, eh, look, some of you who are businessmen, pastors, lawyer, pastors, who have got clients, patients, doctor, patients, eh, carpenter, whatever, always assume that your clients have scattered. Assume that your patients have, you can't find them. If you come to this church on Sunday, the typical picture you will see from 6.30 to 9.30 is a full hall. It's the same chairs. These ones, we hired them. But we have got plastic chairs. Same. Full. Full to the back. Then upstairs, you see, if you look at the pictures, normal, not convention, normal Sunday. Upstairs, these chairs are there. You have two rows. Four. Four. And then the canopy outside here is not for this conference. It's our normal Sunday church service canopy. Four. From 6.30 to 9.30. Four. And then all of them go. Then 10 o'clock another new group, new choir, instrumentalists, new pastors, even the pastors who come for the 6.30 to 9.30 service, you don't find them here. I'm the only person who remains here. Yes, the pastors for the morning service, they go and start work. They start working. 
Then another group with a new set of pastors and choristers, they come. They also come full, 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 full. Still, still, on Monday, what was my, what was the discussion we were having on Monday? We were saying that the people in the church, there are a lot of them out there who didn't come and that we are deceived by the fact that there is such a large crowd in the place. Yes. And I told him that after this conference, the pastors in my church, they should be ready for action. <laughs> I said, they should be... I'm, I'm talking about full follow. So I told him that we are going to expand this canopy to this side of the car park. So the cars will park on the other side and on the streets. And then we are going to also buy chairs for this side, the outside here, here, full. Because our members don't come to church. You are preaching to 200 people and you are calling yourself Apostle Bishop. Most people are sitting by a fraction of what they must have. The word scatter, scatter, should be in the vocabulary of every shepherd. Unless you are a shepherd of snakes, I don't know what. But if you are a shepherd of sheep, Isaiah 53 says, All we like sheep. Like. So, so the, the easiest thing for sheep to do is to get lost. That is why a pastor, look. Don't think that you can substitute preaching and teaching. Like yesterday, I was talking about it. Teaching, knowledge, knowledges. <laughs> you cannot substitute preaching on Sunday for gathering. Gathering is like tomatoes and feeding is like Kobe. They are different things in the stew. No matter how well you preach, no matter how well you teach, I'm now speaking to the pastors here who are good teachers and preachers. You must develop, you must understand that you need to have gathering also as a skill different from teaching and preaching. Take your Bibles and let me shock you. Take your Bibles and let me shock you. Mighty you. Mighty you. 
many people who call themselves pastors are pastors of nothing. Pastors of nothing. Shepherds of emptiness. Pastors of voids. Your real members are in town. On Sunday, my real members that God gave me are at home. I need to sit down and develop strategies for mopping up every single sheep. Mind you. Chapter 9. Verse 35. Preaching, teaching cannot be a substitute for gathering. You need that skill. Watch it. Jesus went about all. Say, now, say all. Now, please note it. If you miss this word, it means that you don't, you, 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 you've lost the essence of the scripture. He didn't go to most. He didn't go to some. He went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among them. Can you say again all Every city saw Jesus preaching, healing. The pa- this is the feeding ministry of a pastor. This is the feeding ministry. Teaching, preaching, healing. Yeah. You f- the supernatural power, I told you yesterday, the supernatural power is also something your members need. Feed them with the prophetic ministry. Feed your members with the healing ministry. They need it. Your members don't eat only teachings. So this is the picture of the feeding ministry of Jesus. But even though he went to all the cities and all the villages, teaching, preaching, healing, this work could not prevent the scattering of the sheep. Preaching, teaching, healing could not prevent the scattering. So in verse 36, the next verse, and, but, but, but when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. In spite of the preaching, in spite of the teaching, in spite of the healing, Jesus' members were still scattered. I'm speaking to that pastor here. I hear the best preacher in Accra is here. We respect you. You are welcome, sir. 
But I will not be surprised if I come to your church and find 400 sickly looking church members. Best preacher, you should be preaching to 5,000. Teaching by Jesus, preaching, healing, did not prevent, did not take away the picture. So a good shepherd preaches well, teaches well, ministers the power of God, but also has a well-developed system of gathering the members from every corner and every area. We can end the service. Please give your offerings and go home. That is why I'm now explaining to you why you have a small church. Even though you speak, you, you preach with Greek words. Yes. Many of my churches, the pastors, I, I can see some of them here. They are all pastoring 100, 100 members, 80, 48. One pastor was in a branch. Four years, 14 members. I'm, I'm about to sack him. Yes. He's a fox. And in Lighthouse, look, every pastor you see in Lighthouse, our pastors preach well. They teach. It's an anointing on our Father, which is on all shepherds. They, they open the Bible and they teach. All of these are they all. Please stand up. Introduce me. Let me introduce you. Oh, these are great, please wave to them. Great teachers. Great. Great teachers. Yes. Please, please sit down. I want to say something. Please quickly sit down. I want to say something. A real shepherd, apart from feeding the sheep with grass also has systems in place to pick up sheep who behave normally. Normal behaving sheep. That's why the Bible talks about a shepherd who had 100 sheep. He fed them. But he also had a system in place for, for picking lost sheep. Yes. For the one. One. He picked one. 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 Some of you sitting here on Sunday, 100 of your members don't come to church, but you don't feel anything because you are a fox. The good shepherd, apart from feeding the sheep with grass, he also has got systems systems in place if you are one sheep get lost and see we are coming after you come but is it the story of the pastor sitting here is it the story of these pastors wearing green on sunday do you even know who doesn't come and do you care if you know that's why i said he shall feed his flock like a shepherd but in addition to that, he shall gather 
scatter them. In his camps. Nobody sitting here deserves to have a church less than 1,000 members. If you are sitting here and your church attendance is less than one, because you see, the New Testament church, can you please sit down and let me tell you something? The New Testament church is not described in hundreds. The New Testament church must be counted in thousands. Thousands. If you are here and your church attendance is less than 1,000, it means that you are not in the game. You, are, you, are, you, are, you see, every game has its numbers. That's why you will never hear that there was a football match and the scores were 60-58. Yeah. It, it happened one day. Uh, uh, FC Nania and some uh, whatever. I don't know if somebody was arrested. In Ghana, we don't arrest us today. Yeah. Uh, 32 20 something. Football. Was it some years ago? Yeah, for, for promotion. FC Nania and some team. Yeah. It became news. You know, because it's not normal. When you play football, association football, 3 2, 1 nil, 2 nil. Once a while, if it's a Ghanaian team and they meet Germans, it's 6 nil or 6 1. That, that, that's, that's CNN news. But Parse. A football match will end and the scores is 48-63. Is it basketball? That is why also at the end of a basketball match or tournament, you discuss me 92 116-113, 112-110. You there, there can be a basketball match and the, at the end of it, the score is 3-1. It's abnormal. Now, the game of church work and please don't use the word branch. Don't use the word headquarters. In this conference, we don't use the word branch. Being a branch does not, does not stop you from having a thousand members. This is a branch. I'm not a founder. I'm a branch pastor. Don't start. Every, everything you are doing, there are numbers associated with it. Salary. At the end of a month. Even the government will not allow you to pay somebody who worked for 30 days, 20 Ghana cities. There's a minimum salary. You are not allowed. Every game has numbers. If we marry, is this your wife, sir? All right. If you marry your wife on the same day, I also marry my wife. Then we say, Charlie, congratulations. Charlie, how? Now these days, you know, we don't need contraception and these things. Do you know what? 
let us go take the woman to the hotel, to a hotel. Take room 442. I'll take room 628. Let's go and impregnate them today. Today. So go and impregnate your wife. I'm also going to impregnate. But before we go, we have to ask ourselves, Charlie, you get the numbers. Do you have the numbers? As you are going to, imp- as I'm going to impregnate my wife, I'm a- there are some numbers. It's called number of spams. Yes. Otherwise, we'll, we'll, we'll give ourselves high five. Charlie. Wow. Charlie, perform. I go see you. Thirty minutes. Check it out. Beautiful. That I'm go- as I'm going, I am going with fifty spams. And he is going with 22 million spams. <laughs> two different numbers. After two months, his wife has missed her period, and my wife, her period is even more. Why? Because to even make a woman pregnant, you need certain numbers. Oh, you still don't understand the English language. So when you are a pastor of a church and you count in, in the book of Acts, Acts 4, Acts 5, I mean, the church, it grew in thousands. One convention, one crusade, 3,000. The next time, 5,000, thousands. Church, church should not be counted in hundreds. Any pastor here who counts his church in hundreds has not arrived. And pray you don't die because you will receive slaps. Now, 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 now. Maybe there's somebody watching me on Facebook in, let's say, uh, uh, um, Holland. Or my brother in Germany is watching me. Listen to me. In Germany, in Munich, there are big churches there. Yes! Your church is small not because you are in London. Your church is small because you don't have the vitamins that are supposed to boost your sperm count. Say, everywhere, Ukraine, London, America, every city, you see small, small churches and you see big, big churches. So, so the, the smallness of your church in Dusseldorf is not because the city doesn't have human beings. You don't know how to gather people into church. A grown-up like you with hair in your armpit call yourself reverend you've been a, a reverend for seven years you cannot count 1000 members and rather you are asking us why we are not consecrating you as a bishop listen 
pastors, please sit down. Let me finish there. We are in a conference. You don't stand up in a conference. Look, do not think that preaching well will fail your church. That's why even in businesses, there is marketing. You see, when you are, you are one day, many years ago, I was shocked to go to town to see Gassem billboard. Gassem. Since I've been a child, I've never seen Gassem even flyer. <laughs> never. Because the whole country belongs to them. I mean, if you are buying cement, it's Gassem. Why should we advertise? <laughs> Can we, we are advertising seawater at Osu. <laughs> Billboard in town, the seawater at Osu. But when other cement producing companies arrived, aha, aha, <laughs> competition has come. Competition has come. My dear friend, Listen to me. Your church, eh, it is competing for the same clients and is it patients or what passengers? Um, members. <laughs> Don't sit down as if the world belongs to you. Your area where you have a hundred members, a certain man of God. Can I come? I mean, these prophets, they are in Kumasi. Then they will fly to Accra on Tuesday morning. 3,000 have gathered. Tuesday morning. You, Sunday morning, 68. Yes. I'm happy you mentioned Jesus. You must call his name. Who, 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 who said Jesus? Yes. Call his name. You need him. Because these are the pastors who will insult the prophets. That they have come collecting our members. They are using prophecy and power of God, power of God, power of God. You to prophesy some. You see them on television. Advertise. We do run about her. Tuesday. Ebnada and Opa. So what you fear me what TV swat. And no maybe also. What sorry a five for care for care for care bra motorway would do or run about it would the MBC Obetis of Mokasa Obini 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 for care bia or the Uber Mehuni Bose Mayesu Baba. And you are in your house insulting them. 
No, fake pastor. You, you are rather the fake pastor. A pastor who has been a pastor for 10 years with 30 members. You are the fake pastor. A real shepherd is, is, is a great shepherd when he has thousands of members. This is what fake pastor. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Other four, Mumba Mansem. To fear you and you, a pastor, all you know is turn to Revelations 4, Jeremiah 6, Matthew 4, and let's link it to Isaiah and see how Jeremiah also said the same thing. Please, Bowen, look, a shepherd, eh? I've shown you Jesus' preaching, teaching, and healing could not solve the problem of scattering. He immediately had to call for reinforcement. He said, pray now. Everybody clap your hands and pray now. Pray that the Lord will send laborers. 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 Pray. Clap your hands. Pray that the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers. 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 Preaching is not enough. Teaching is not enough. Healing is not enough. Laborers. Pray for laborers. Pray for laborers. Repanade, 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 imparebe, atolobo, ayako shantelebea, ayatalele antaraba, eyenderereya, eyerapayenderebebe, represete anderereya, ayako rako rako rako, ipolo shatayanderebebe, from this conference I have no doubt that you are going to be a mega church pastor. Amen. I, I, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. There's no pastor here listening to me in his right mind who is going to limit his ministry to teaching and preaching and healing. Amen. No. 
every crowd you see has been gathered with different methods. Football crowd has been gathered. Boxing crowd has been gathered. There is nothing like people just arrive. You have no idea what type of hype goes on in the media prior to a boxing match. Political crowds at a rally have been gathered. A politician should not just develop his speaking skills. He must also develop his gathering skills. Every crowd is gathered. That's why people are surprised. I don't want to mention names, but I know of big, not our two by four ministry. I mean, world class evangelists and ministers. They come to Accra Sports Stadium and the place is empty. Empty as in 48 rain beating people in a stand. I saw with my eyes the picture of the Harari um, Sports Stadium. Just last November, August, T.D. Jakes had a conference there. He came to Ghana. You remember he came to Ghana? And he went there. Yes. Harare. Huge stadium. Empty. Empty. The program did not end. He, he, he flew away. He went. No matter, you can be the best preacher of the world. Whatever you are doing, this conference we are having, you don't have any idea. Meetings, and arrangements and phone calls. If you are doing something, you are doing church. You are doing church. And you don't boost and bolster your gathering skills. The anointing you have, you will use it to minister to three people. Most of us in here, we don't have anything in our churches. Some of your churches are just made up of family members and sympathizers and friends. There's a pastor here. Your cousin, I say your cousin, your nephew came to stay with you two years ago. He wants to go. You won't let him go. Because he's a church member now. If he goes, there's a problem. Here, in this area. Your son is the keyboardist. Your wife gives announcements. The church is not a family business. It's not a family business. Rise up! Rise up. Bishop says, if you do not have the time or heart to gather the people you are leading and gently carry them along, you will never have the chance to feed them. You will have them. You will have them. 
but you will never have the chance to feed them. So let's quickly end by answering the question, how do you start gathering your flock? How? How do do you get to the city? The answer is simple. Look, look, I'm not here to give you six points. Actually, I've got only one point. There can never be gathering in your church on a Sunday morning or at a conference or in a whatever. There can never be the gathering of people if you, the pastor, do not deliberately raise leaders. Numbers 11. Verse 10. You can never gather. Gathering calls for many people helping. Verse 10. Then Moses heard the people weep throughout their families. Every man in the door of his tent. And the anger of the Lord was kindled greatly. Moses also was displeased. And Moses said unto the Lord, Wherefore hast thou afflicted my servant, thy servant? And wherefore have I not found favor in thy sight, that thou layest the burden of all these people upon me? Have I conceived all these people? Have I begotten them? That thou shouldest say to me, Carry them in thy bosom as a nursing father buried the cycling child. Verse 13. When should I have flesh to give unto all these people? For they weep unto me. And the Lord, verse 16, said unto Moses, Gather unto me seventy men of the elders of Israel whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people and officers over them and bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation that they may stand there with thee you can clap if you want to clap you are allowed to clap You are a pastor. I'm talking about gathering. And you don't have 70 elders, 50 people. Large numbers of people. Then I will tell you that the subject of gathering people doesn't concern you. Stay with your 16 family members. 
when you set out to gather people, you need to have elders. Whatever name you must call them. A pastor, you see, I am not, uh, see, I'm not talking about like lay ministry or full-time ministry or shepherds or people. I'm, I'm talking about gathering your flock. That you must have people who have control over sections of the church. In Judges chapter 20, verse 1, the children of Israel say all the children went out and the congregation was gathered together as one man from Dan even to Beersheba with the land of Gilead unto the Lord in Mizpeh verse 2 You see once again. And the chief of all the people, even of all the tribes of Israel, presented themselves in the assembly of the people of God. 400 footmen that drew sword. You see clearly that the gathering of all the Israelites was linked directly to chiefs. A pastor who doesn't have chiefs can never gather a crowd. One of your responsibilities, you see, that is why even Jesus even Jesus. To solve the problem of scattering, Jesus did not make himself a superman. When he saw that his preaching and teaching and he, he healed paralyzed people, healed madmen, healed the broken hearts, but he still saw that his church was scattered. Now, to solve the problem of scattering, that's it. Go to 35. He healed. He preached. He taught. But this picture did not take away, did not solve the problem of Verse 36. The scattering of the members. Now, when Jesus diagnosed that the members were scattered, he did not set out to solve the problem alone. Jesus, this is Jesus. 
his response to the scattering was that pray 37 that the Lord that the Lord of the harvest well let's read 37 I don't want to jump anything you may think uh, I'm doing magic here he said to his disciples the harvest is truly plenteous but the laborers are few look today one of the must do's for every look, what I say? shepherd whether you are a pastor you are a home cell leader you know can you please close your eyes everyone just just meditate everyone just close your eyes for 10 seconds 2 seconds and imagine yourself surrounded with chiefs Imagine yourself in a room, in a hall, with plenty people who are not just your members, but your chiefs. What you are imagining, I prophesy will come to pass practically in your ministry. Without this imagination, you can open your eyes now. Without what you are imagining, pastor, you don't have a ministry. Jesus did not attempt to solve the gathering problem or the scattering problem, sorry. He did not attempt to solve it alone. That is why in Judges, For all of Israel to gather, there were chiefs. Chiefs. Look. One of the pictures you can paint from scriptures is the picture of leaders or chiefs or elders around a leader and each one around the leader represents a number of people. Like chiefs, please come around me. That's my ministry. That's my ministry. Come, come to me on the stage. Turn everything off on the stage. Just turn everything off. This. So when you see me, that's why Bishop Pentafo said, he read it, that Bishop Doug, he says, he spent more time with these elders. If you are a pastor, I'm teaching you how to have, how to be a good shepherd. So that's why I said yesterday that church growth It's about number 10. If you have not understood shepherding, forget about growing your church. Anybody here, if your, your vision to have a big church, now, and, and a pastor must have that vision. It's not ambitiousness or 
over, 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 like, like, like a dream to fill your ego. A pastor must have a big church. Your beginning is small. Job 8, 7. Your end should should your background doesn't come in. Some of us, how we were born has influenced us greatly. That's why everything you do is small. You were raised up on small food. You have never eaten and left some before. Up to now. When you were a child, food was small. Milk was measured in teaspoons. The house you stayed in, the rooms were small. Small police quarters. Six of you in one room. Your father and mother are behind the Holy of Holies, the curtains, where the bed is and the trunks are on the left and right. And then the six of you are, are sleeping on the carpet, some in the um, chairs, and one who is a bit elderly sleeps on the veranda for fresh air. That's how, that's how you were born. Most Africans, this is how we were raised. Many of us in one room. Food. Small, 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 small. Small, 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 small. So when you grow up and you are a pastor, you think that the ministry also, you must have a small, small chest. Small, small, small. Small, small, small chest. But your background as an African cannot deal, cannot do away with the vision of God for you as a pastor to have something big. Don't bring your background. So if I'm a pastor, you see me here, you see that wherever I go, I'm with these men. Wherever I go, I'm with them. Ah, why? If I'm a pastor and I love my members, why am I always with these guys? The, the reason is that as you see him, this man, as you see him standing here, represents 500 members. This one, 1,000 members. 1,000 members. 200 600 350 So a pastor I'm giving you a picture which must be on your mind as a pastor you must, every pastor here must have people around you who represent numbers. <laughs> Exodus 18, 21. Moreover, don't forget these verses. Moreover, 
Thou shalt provide out of all the people able men. I'm preaching about gathering. Able men. Such as fear God. Are you there? Men of truth. Hating covetousness. And place such over them. Let's pause here. Let's all say one go. And place such over them. Again. I can't hear you. So, so, so when you have a flock, 20 members, 200 members, 2,000 members, and you are the pastor, Moses the pastor, you have to ask yourself the question, who are the men, and when I say men, I mean men in my church, this church I'm pastoring, I have more women workers than men as chiefs. Bishop Interfell taught us that the women, they have wombs. The men are dry. And anybody with a womb has a natural capacity to produce. So the women in my church I'm working with. You see them around here. Some of them have 200 members. 120 members. I'm, I'm just saying that I've brought men up the stage here, but if I'm, I'm really assembling my chiefs, you see more women here than men. In fact, the reason why the women are not here is that they are the ones working at the conference. The men, the lazy men, are the ones sitting down for us to call them on the stage. That's, that's how come I could find them. But the women, they are working. <laughs> Please, you understand the message I'm preaching? So you two, when you are choosing chiefs, don't choose a men's club. Choose women. Bishop Interfell taught us yesterday from what it means to be a shepherd. The criteria you use to select people. But the point I am making and I want to make is that if you are a pastor, please, with all due respect, I know you are all founders. Can you please, from here to the front, here, can you please stand up? Now, I am Reverend Osei Menu. This is my church. This is my church. The choir, ashes, two thieves. <laughs> and uh, this, this is my church. It's not a big church. It's now going to grow. Maybe in seven years' time, I'll have 1,000 members. But right now, this is my church. How many are you? Six, seven times. 28, let's say 30 members. This is my church. And there are a lot of churches like that. 
a lot of churches have 30 members. Now, if I am the pastor of this church, I have to ask myself a question. I'm the pastor. Clap for me, I'm the man of God. Thank you. But being the pastor of this 30 member congregation is not enough. A real shepherd must ask himself who are the men I have placed over this flock? If there is no answer, it means I am not a good shepherd. As they are standing here, there should be someone, this man, sir, please, can all of you come here? Come to me here. Uh, sorry, I'm very sorry. You all found this. Yes. But this is, so, so you see, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the man of God, Reverend Osemenu. But my church, this group, so, so when you come to church on Sunday, you see my 30 members, powerful 30 members, but it's not as simple as that. This man is my assistant pastor in charge of these seven people. Then those of you here, please come. I don't have a big church. 30 members. These seven church members, this is their pastor. She's not even a lady pastor. She's nothing. She's got called Sister Edwina. Sister Edwina. So, so, let me finish. Please, those of you. Yes. In fact, this group, this is the leader. Yes. Uh, your, your first name, please. Nana. Auntie Nana. Come here. C- come this way. Your leader is Auntie Nana. And you? This is the leader. Come, come closer. Leader, stand in front of them. You too. Ah. Stand in front of them. Ten. So, my church of 30 members, if it is not organized this way, I am a bad pastor. Clap for the bad pastor. (laughs) Now, listen, because one of my responsibilities to these 30 members is to feed them. Now, these sheep, the only thing they, they know to do is to go astray. All we, like what? Sheep have gone astray. So, I need to have 
small groups of my church, my small church, under thieves. So on Sunday, Saturday evening, before I have my church service, I meet with my leaders. My leaders, come. Yes. Are you a leader? Who's the leader of this? Yes, leaders. Come, let's have a meeting. You know, tomorrow we're having a church service starting at 7.30. And I got good food to feed my um, members. So, make sure that that's why each of you, you've got few members. Make sure that all of them come to church. Is it clear? So, if I don't have meetings like this every week with leaders who are heads of the groups, if I don't develop my church like this and I just wake up on Sunday morning with a bowler suit, to come to church. This is the church I'm going to have. You, go and sit where you are sitting. Uh, two of you. Go and sit down. Where you are sitting. Sit down. Where you are sitting. Two of you. Two of you. Wherever you are sitting. Three. Let me be kind. Three of you. If my church... It's not anchored. My members are not anchored by chiefs, leaders, whatever you want to call them, shepherds, whatever. And I, the reverend, the man of God who meets God at dawn, I'm the only one caring for these people. On Sunday morning, this is the type of church I will have. And many of you here, this is the type of church you have. If you are a man, stand up and challenge me. Let's rise up and worship. We thank you. Keep quiet. We are having church. We We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jehovah. Oh, my. Yes, we will thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. The atmosphere is hollow, is empty, is boring. They are weary, they are tired because the sheep have scattered. But when these leaders are in charge and on Sunday morning, take your members to church quickly. Go for your members. Take yours. Gather them to church. Now, keep standing. We are coming to do praise and worship. Elder James, please, yes. Are your members around? Are all of them there? All your members are there? They came to church. Okay. 
Sister Aduna, are your members in church? Good. Antinona, are your members there? Right. Brother Jay, they are all there. Let's have worship. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jehovah Almighty. We thank you. Even, even as we are doing worship, because all of them are there, there are some sopranos who are doing soprano. There are some altos who are doing alto. We thank you, Jehovah Almighty. Clap your hands for Jesus. Don't you think that next week Sunday they would want to come to church? Don't you think that they will leave the church service feeling excited that there was an atmosphere? Yes. This church service I've had is not automatic. This one You see, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit in addition to the gifts of prophecy, gifts of speaking in tongues, gift of interpretation of tongues, word of knowledge, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is the, is the gift called the working of miracles. Say the working of miracles. I can't hear you. Say the working of miracles. The working of miracles. Which means that even when the Holy Spirit is at work, miracles don't just happen. Miracles are worked. Work is done to see a miracle. Sunday I refuse so when you see me as the pastor of um, evangelistic gospel ministry of the glory of God incorporated anointed vessels power of Christ ministries international reverend menu for me to have a sustained church like this where on Sunday morning, my people gather. I need to be wild on my chiefs. I need to, my chiefs, come. I had five chiefs. Ah, Antina is coming. Where's the other one? Oh, that's all. Oh, four, one, two. Ah, okay. These people, I'm wild. No, and and on a normal day, I'm wild. So people who see me in church think that I'm some wild, choleric leader. But I am a phlegmatic sleeper. Yeah, but when I come to church, Ajay, I said, when I come to church, because I, my, my vision in life is to be a great shepherd. So these people, when I'm having beatings with them, hiya! Fastings, 
And by this, as I'm speaking, anybody in this church listening to me, this year, 2018, meetings, fastings, retreats, prayers, because every one of them must be hot. Hot. I must train them how to love their members. I must train them how to visit them because you see what I alone can do can never match what these four people can do together in the church. <laughs> Multiplied senior shepherd. So we have meetings, fastings. Look, let me tell you, in my church here, these people can be cold. They can be whatever, they are not very serious. But at least, if I can't get all of you to be serious, these ones meeting. So, on Sunday morning, when we have church, we thank you, Lord, and I've preached for 45 minutes, and we close. These ones, these ones, before they go home, I will call James, Esther, and TCC, Nanayao. As these ones are going home, Baba, after church, that is when my real meetings start. From one o'clock in the afternoon to three o'clock, I'm having meetings with my chiefs. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about lay ministry or lay volunteer. No, I'm, I'm, the, the subject I'm talking about is gathering. My relationship with Auntie Nana, Sister Adwina, Papayao, Brother Jay. It's not, it's not, the, it's not about shepherding. Or, these are wild gatherers. Without these people, I have an empty church. And then, but because these are older, more matured Christians, these ones who are young, this one was fornicating just last week, but he has he cried and said he won't do it again. This one beat her husband last month. But she says she would never try it again. They are all you no know, weak Christians. This one doesn't come regular, but I see that I can prepare them. So as soon as we close from church, because these ones are not mature Christians, these are the ones I have meetings with first. Yes, because I must release them to go early. Otherwise, this one, for instance, she won't come again next week Sunday. Yes. So after, as soon as church closes, and we are, then I have a meeting with you. I teach you from books like the lay ministry, get me lay ministry, like us, what it means to be a shepherd, the mega church. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. I have meetings. If you are a pastor, if you are a shepherd, you must have such meetings. You must have such meetings. Fresh, young Christians you are preparing. Bishop Interfold taught us yesterday. I'm repeating it. 
Only that in my case, it's not about just being a, like a lay worker or a shepherd. I'm talking about gathering. I'm, see, people, I'll come to another point before we close. So I open this book. I teach them for one hour. And because I'm very anointed, I can be with them for three hours and they won't feel tired. So when I finish with them, if I, if I, as I am with them, I have sent these ones. Go and do visitation and we are meeting at three o'clock. Three o'clock at no, 4.30 in my office. So I'll see you. Just go and do visitation and come. Yes. So three hours. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. When I feel that they are matured, I will take two members from Brother Jay's group and put them in the care of Nanayao. To also tra- so on Sunday, Nanayao also brings two people to church. But uh, oh, the, um, brother um, brother James, because of his problem with fornication, I don't give him girls. A shepherd should know his sheep. I don't give him girls, only boys, for him to manage them. But when he grows to become more mature, then I'll give the old woman to her, to him. To begin with. I'm teaching. You're teaching. You're teaching. So, about two, three hours, or let's say two hours, by the time I finish with you, bye-bye, so see you next Sunday. God bless you. Please be careful. Don't go to that area again. <laughs> by the time I finish, my main man, the mighty man, where are they? My four mighty men. I'm building the church with. They are here. Then we start our meeting from 4.30 and we go. Because my meeting with them, I will teach them from the mega church teachings then after about two hours we now start a review to now look at how many of your seven members came to church if you tell me so 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 on sunday on sunday as these ones see themselves as going to church. Sunday is a working day for these great chiefs. We review the work. We pray. By 8.30, That's when they are going home. And as they are going home, I'll tell Sister Edwina to stay and brother uh, what's your name? Uh, uh, brother K to stay because on my way home we are going to visit Sister Edwina's member who gave birth last week and is about to have her outdooring. She takes me there for us to sit with the people, pray with them, rejoice with them, and so on. So when you see that in my church, women with children are there, it's not because they just love to come to church, but we have already done visitation, we have cared for them, we have ministered to them. 
when I drop her, I am with Auntie Nana. We go and visit one of the members who is sick. Pray for the person. So on Sunday morning, please go back. When you see pictures of my church service, 30 members, four, it is not a church service which just happened. It is actually a gathering service. Actually, I will ask you to rename your Sunday service to so-so-and-so-and-so gathering service. If it's called celebration service, it's a celebration gathering service. The word gathering alone will force you to have people over them who gather them so that, listen, listen, on Sunday your church members should not just come to church freely. It's like, whosoever will shout whosoever will make a whosoever 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 Sunday church service is not a whosoever will. Sunday church we gather them, we force them, we bring them. Pastors, please sit down. Clap your hands on my chest. If you come here, on Sunday, the crowds you see here is not a whosoever will crowd. My services are gathering services. If you come and stand here, you see buses coming. Because Auntie Nana is coming with her bus. Brother Jay. Is coming with his bus. You see, Chotros. Chotros. That is how we were able to have this conference. Some of you came here by bus. If we had not gathered you at Medina Taxi Rank, we would have had an empty conference. Anything that is nice, uh, 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 mommy, please stand up. Is this not nice? A conference Thursday morning full. Is it not nice? Nice things don't just happen. Thank you. Chiefs, next time go and work. You can sit down. These pastors, I'm not, look, look, come, come. This pastor, come. Oh, you, you can sit down. This pastor, Pastor Solomon, bought him. He's a, he's, he oversees all my uh, members who are on the mountains. From where? Where to where? Um, from Oibi to Damfa. Amen, sir. 
Ebri upwards. Yes. Oyarifa, up to Oyarifa as well. He is under me. And how many leaders are under you? I have seven. Seven big leaders under him. And under the seven big leaders are also other leaders. So he alone, he's controlling over 200 people. This man. This pastor is from the Asalebotri Major area. They come, he is, he's, he's, they come on buses. So when you come to church and I'm preaching in my pink suit, <laughs> what you do? Say, wow! The man, if they preach, what, what a preacher! What, what a man of God! Minya, whether it's a preacher or a man of God, I must also develop my gathering capabilities. Otherwise, I will wear my pink suit for nothing. It's true. You see buses. Buses. Hundreds from the Ashalabotri area. But different ones. Which area? Sorry. New sites. Oyarifa. Medina. These are even the men. I've not brought the women. They are working. If I bring the women, you hear more areas. You see a woman slim, but the people under her, you don't have any idea. May you leave this conference with a resolution that you are never going to be a one-man thousand in your church, but you are going to raise, raise. If you are not surrounded by chiefs, you're not a pastor. And that is why the people who gathered, look at it, look at it. Send your Bibles. I didn't finish reading. Exodus 18, 21. Let's finish it and we close. We are receiving Bishop Eddie Adi. Rahim Wallahi Bismillahi Rahwa Malai Wallahi Lai 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 Today Ask your neighbor Is your seatbelt working? Check check the seatbelt Now no, no, watch this Let's close Moreover Thou shalt provide out of all the people Able men such as fear God To, to be and, and place such over them may god give you people who will be under you but will also be over them that is there should be interme- an intermediary between you and the flock that was the mistake moses was making he pastored the israelites directly and jethro said no a real great shepherd should have 70 men who minister to the people after you have ministered to them. And who are these people? Watch it. Watch it. To be rulers. No, go back to the verse, what I was reading. To be rulers. Look at it carefully. Let's end here. 
to be rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. You must be able to accommodate different sizes of groups in your church. In my church, I have got rulers, one of the rulers, this, this ruler, until about two weeks ago, was a ruler of 1,000 members. 1,000. 1,000. This one was a ruler of over 500 members. I've got rulers who are rulers over 50. I've got rulers over 10. And those with five members, the things I do to them. (laughs) Once your number is not in the Bible, I I, I will beat you. (laughs) It's not in the Bible. Five? Have you seen ruler of five? The list. Is there a ruler of five? No. Minimum is ten. My minimum number is ten. I see you with single digits. It means you are a loto agent who wants to introduce a spirit into my church. Single nine. Single seven. Banker to banker. Single five. No. Too sure, too direct. Listen. Minimum. I pray that God will bless you with these numbers. May you have somebody in your church who oversees ten members. Receive it now. May the Lord bless you with somebody in your church who oversees 50 members. Receive it now. I'm not just speaking. I'm commanding a type of church. By my words, I am manufacturing a new church that your church in Dodoa after this conference, there will be somebody, one person, even if it's one person or two people, who have got 50 people under them. Katababaya. Minilimosapa. Rakatabasata. Indelebatapapapa. May there be somebody in your church who oversees 100 people. Pastors, receive leaders of hundreds. I receive it. Shepherds of hundreds. I receive it. I bless you with this blessing. Amen. Prophesy. before you die, before you die, there should be somebody in your church with 1,000 people under him. Amen. If it doesn't happen, you won't die. And the day you have somebody in your church with 1,000, it means that you are going to live for 50 more years. Amen. I declare... Jeez. Anybody here who is a shepherd, whether it's a choir, 
Jesus. Whether it is treasures. Whether it is instrumentalists. Yes. Whether it is a, an area fellowship. Jesus. Whatever it is. I declare that among you, out of your midst, yes. shall arise leaders. Amen. With numbers. Amen. Leaders of 20. Yes. Leaders of 40. Amen. Leaders of 5. 15. Sorry, Amen. no 5. Leaders of 10. Amen. Leaders of 50. Amen. May there be six people under you. You, you, Amen. Pastor. Amen. May there be six people under you. Amen. With 50 people under them. Amen. Receive it now. I receive it. Professor. From today, Jesus, your church will not lack such leaders. You know, all of you here have got beautiful churches with good singers, good instrumentalists, good ashes, good administrators. But this morning, I prophetically install in your church a new generation of members who are mighty men who oversee 50. Amen. Who oversee 100. Amen. Who oversee 1000. Amen. Who oversee 500. Amen. I am going to count five. Jesus. And you are going to, five is the number of grace. Yes. And you are all going to pray and say, Lord, Lord, give me, even if it's just one person. Yes. With a thousand under him. Jesus. Give me such a woman. Give me such a woman. Give me such a man. Give me such a man. Give me five people. Give me five. With five hundred under them. Five hundred under them. Give me ten people. Give me ten. With one hundred under them. With one hundred under them. Father, this is the picture. This is the picture. From scripture. From scripture. One. One. Two. Two. Three. Three. Four. Four. Five. Five. Begin to clap your hands and pray. Everybody, if you already have 100, pray for 200. Somebody, I'm not talking about 200 members, I'm talking about somebody with 200 members under him. This is the picture of my ministry. This is the picture of my ministry. This is the picture of my ministry. Somebody in my church who oversees 100. Somebody in my church who oversees 50. Somebody in my church who oversees 10. Can you clap your hands and pray? Do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. Oh, 
something called sheep folds. S-H-E-E-P F-O-L-D-S Sheep folds. You see this in John 10 1. John 10 1. Verily, verily I say unto you He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold but climbeth up some other way the same is a thief and robber so a shepherd 
one of the things a shepherd has, a good shepherd has under his ministry, is something we call sheepfold. Sheepfold. Now, a sheepfold is a place. It's a place where your sheep gather or stay. A real shepherd must have plenty of sheepfolds. A real shepherd must have. I have now not many of them. I'm going to have more this year. But the last count, we are about 110. 110 sheepfolds. John 10, 16. Let me end with this verse. He says, this is, this is, this is, this is the good shepherd. He says, and other sheep I have. Can you all repeat that? Say, other sheep I have. Other sheep I have. Other sheep I have. I'm showing you how to organize your church. So when you see a shepherd like this pastor, for instance, with some sheep, if he doesn't speak like this, if he doesn't say this, he's not a good shepherd. Every shepherd must say, other sheep I have, which are not of this sheepfold. Them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Now, that one fold and one shepherd is the Sunday morning service where there cannot be three or ten. Or in my church on Sunday morning, there cannot be one hundred sheepfolds. Only one. With one shepherd. But that, you see, watch it, watch it. It says, and there shall be one fold. Say one fold. One fold. So there is a certain time you see that a shepherd has one fold. But it is not really one fold. There are many other folds that come together to form that one fold. So when I see your church service on Sunday morning, it should be a one fold church service. I mean, in my case, I, I don't have a large church. So, there's a church I'm building. One of the cathedrals I'm building is twice the size of this length. 80 meters. 80 meters. This building is 45 meters. I'm building somewhere in the mountains. 80 meters by 30 meters. If I was blessed to have that type of cathedral, 
I'll have only one service on Sunday. For six hours. No, now, on Sunday, my church services are three, three and a half hours. And the time doesn't share. So I'm, I'm trying to see if I can change it to four hours. And when you come, the power in that four-hour service, you, 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 you may even think you came for just two hours. But I'm saying that for now, this is what I have. So in my case on Sunday, I still have two folds. But if I had a very big church, all the people who come here twice, I'll pack all of them inside one hall and have six hours. Your members must feel that they've come to church. This is about 45 minutes, one and a half hour church service. It it only stirs up fornication. It stirs up. Why it stirs up fornication is that on Sunday also, you see the the women are juicy. The makeup is there. Jrao, jrao, jrao. The, 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 the body and the dress. So, so if you bring us together for just one and a half hours, you, 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 you have come to stay up. But if it's four hours and we spend two hours praying, it drives out the ideas I have about Sister Esther. But the one hour service, they think that you have brought us together to, for feelings. Then when we close, we go to continue. I'm telling you, you may think I'm joking. You may think I'm joking. On Sunday, when you bring people together for a short time, you are just staring at bad feelings. When they stay five hours, when we are going, you see that they are light. Light. The flesh is shrunk. And the spirit is fat. But I'm saying that on Sunday, when I see your church service, it should be one fold. But that one fold should exist as many sheepfolds under many different leaders. That is when you can say other sheep. So, like in, in this set, if I turn my eyes to the left, Ashie, Amrahia, Damfa, I've got plenty sheepfolds. Because a shepherd should be able to say, Other sheep I have, which are not of this particular area. This fold means this area. Them also I must bring. On Sunday morning, pastors, your church service as a shepherd should be the bringing in of many different sheepfolds, sheep from sheepfolds gathering together to form one big sheepfold under one great shepherd ministering to them. I'll say it again. If your church service on Sunday, now, 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 I, I, sorry, pastors, those of you who are not in my church, I'm now speaking to the pastors under me. 
Say, can you see me? Stand up, I'm addressing you. On Sunday, if your church service is not made up of different folds, say, do you hear me? Please stand up, stand up. The era when our church services were made up of sheep coming to church is over. Now, in this era, our church services on Sunday should, should be made up of sheep folds gathering, not sheep gathering. Or oh. It's my lack of English not helping well. Pastor, please stand up, please. I want to know. Help me. No, speak the truth. Am I not... What am I saying? What you are saying is that on Sunday morning, what we are calling a gathering service, it must not be made up of individuals, sheep coming, but it must be made up of Sheep folds, that is collections of sheep from various places should come together to form Excellent. one fold in the church. Excellent. We should see people coming to the Medina Estate Church in groups. Buses. Mampong Church should on Sunday it shouldn't be individual. You see, the, the prophetic destiny, Micah chapter 4, verse 2. Look at the prophetic destiny. Look at it. How a church, see, see it shows you how people are supposed to attend church. Verse 1, sorry. Forgive me. It shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain... I'm, I'm, pastors, are, are you with me? Yes. I'm teaching you how people go to church. It shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established in the top of the mountains. It shall be exalted above the hills. Now, watch this. In America, we say, watch this, watch this, watch this. And... People shall flow. Flow. A real shepherd, I saw it in Korea. And I see it here on Sundays. You see, in Korea, when people are entering, you saw it with me, when they are entering church, it's like a river is flowing. And that is exactly what happens when you pour people onto the church compound on buses. They flow. When they don't arrive on buses and they arrive on foot, they don't flow. They go. 
in the last days, we don't go to church. We flow to church. In the last days, there's nothing like church going. It's church flowing. May you pour your members into your church building on buses. So, so, so every sheep fold should have a bus. If your church is not organized into folds, you are asking for trouble. You are asking for a bad relationship with me. Feel disturbed when you see your members walking to church. On Sunday, let somebody lead the prayer meeting and stand outside and expect to see buses. Every bus represents a sheepfold with a leader and there will be many sheepfolds. Sometimes you can have about five sheepfolds under one chief. Who ensures that the sheep, all the sheep in the sheepfold, you see, it is, it is at that time that after church, you see, after church, then the leaders of the sheepfold will count their members and say, Hey! Mansa Musa didn't come to church. I'm going to look for him. This afternoon, when we come back, before my father preaches, I'm going to take you on the next pillar of carrying. Stand to your feet. Lift your two hands. We are about to pray. We are about to pray. Yes. Lift your hands. Oh, yes. You are becoming a great shepherd. Oh, yes. You are living here with an anointing to raise leaders. Yes. You are living here with an anointing to have leaders over the flock. They are under you, yes. but they are over the flock. Jesus. Yes. Who are responsible for the church flow? Oh, yes. On Sunday. Lift your two hands now. Jesus. And we are all about to pray and say, Lord, Lord, this picture, this picture from scripture, from scripture, let it be my portion. Let it be my portion. Let my church, let my church look like this picture. Look like this picture from scripture. From scripture. Let my members, let my members flow, flow. 
flow, flow into the church. Into the church. Shout, I am a great shepherd. I am a great shepherd. Say, I am no longer a bad shepherd. I am no longer a bad shepherd. From today, from today, my church, my church is organized. Is organized. I'm counting three. One, Jeez. two, three. Begin to clap your hands. Let it happen. Lord, Lord, give me sheepfold. Give me sheepfold. 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 Many sheepfold. Many sheepfold. Many sheepfold. Many sheepfold. Let me have other sheep. 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 Who are not of this fold. Who are not of this sheepfold. That I must bring. That I must bring. On buses. On buses. On buses. On buses. Let your hands and pray. Rikotolobolobosi, 
My God, churches are changing. This is your destiny. This is your destiny. This is your destiny. Father, thank you. Yes. Can you just clap your hands? Just celebrate that victory in the spirit. Yes. Celebrate it. Yes. You will have men. Yes. Who are captains of hundreds. Yes. One day, Jeez. somebody in your church will yes. be a captain of one thousand. Father, we thank you. For the gathering anointing. We are grateful. In Jesus' name.